overnight I had a dream that Vince and I travelled back in time to the year 2007. <laughs> I don't know why that it was so there was a reason that we had to go back to 2007 but I don't remember what that was and somebody else went back with me initially but I couldn't I can't remember why or, or who and then we came back to the present and I took Vince instead uh, and we got distracted because we found a load of CCG booster boxes in a shop on offer <laughs> and bought them and drafted <laughs> And that's that's what I remember from the dream. That's what that's what 2007 means to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that's long enough ago that there was probably CCG cards still around. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what would you do if you could go back in time ten years? Yeah, you'd you'd, you'd buy booster packs. <laughs> His name is Craven. He likes white ravens, and he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave, he cancels saves, he likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom, he plays for fun, and if you beat him then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast, this episode's the worst so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. I'm your King of the Castle today, Dave Bamford, and I'm joined by my colleagues, Mr. Thomas Peel. Say hello, Peel. Hello. And Mr. Tony Makos. Say hello, Tony. Hello. Uh, This is going to be a rather short episode today. We did intend to bring Wedge on to discuss his victory at the Siege of Winterfell and and uh, and our wonderful performance at the UK Team Championship. Sadly, our recording was scuppered on Tuesday because my Skype wouldn't connect to calls, which wasn't ideal. Um, and it is difficult to do a um, a team championship report with only two people. Well, possible. Um, it would have been a bit sad. Uh, so we postponed it till Thursday, and then I got distracted by the pub um, <coughs> and kind of forgot about the uh, the recording until it got to like you know, 20 minutes before, and I was just like, oh, fuck. <clears throat> postpone it and now Wedge isn't here so we're going to uh, we're going to do some spoilers for you today um, put them up hopefully try and beat the ones that go up in CarGameDB because obviously we, we wanted to get these up last week uh, and if not then um, oh well you can skip now if you've already seen them but uh, we've got two spoilers from the Tyrell box uh, mm. the Stark cards uh, sadly there's been a bit of a mix up at FFG I think and we've got some foreign language spoilers but uh, we'll read them out to you, and uh, if we say whether we like them or not. So, our first card is Sedontus Hollard. He's a 3 for 2 military icon. He's not loyal. He is, of course, a Stark character. And his text is Balatro Mile, non paraphernalia nisi anima, interpere, domina postquam moritur vel abicita, sugito Sedontus Hollard, eum auxiliari. So, what do you think to that, Tony? Well, the auxiliary is good, isn't it? It is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, he works, you know, he works like a kind of mini version of a character we've already got. The non-paraphernalia is pretty handy. Always good to have a small wheel track on. Stark will run one of them, you know, at least, I reckon, in every deck, apart from maybe a dog deck. But, uh, but yeah, he's good. He's, um, 
he's not, you know, he's not stunning. He's not uh, out of this world. He's uh, useful, I guess. It's good that he can hold ice. That is true. Yeah. Despite not being able to take any other paraphernalia. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, as yeah. I have been playing a bit of Stark recently, he has, you know, um, there has been a distinct lack of low-cost military icons in my build, which isn't always mm. an issue. But sometimes you just, think, oh, you know what? I could really, uh, just, I don't really want to leave this unopposed to keep my important, renowned character standing. Yeah, I mean, you're never, you're never going to not have him knelt, really, are you? You just chuck him in with every other military challenge that you do. Yeah. Uh, so he's always, you know, he's always going to be, going to be there. No, can, no, Ashai priestess is going to be stupid enough to want to kneel him. So, you know, so he's going to be standing. He's also non-loyal, which is pretty handy. Yes, yeah, and uh, obviously he can help out with your other um, dominus. Well, yeah. I mean, if he, he's 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 in the Tyro box, you know. So he's. Whereas I'd always think that usually the the non in this case the non Tyro cards are like shoved in the box to kind of balance the box out because obviously you know you've got forty odd cards belonging to one particular house and then they chuck in two for every other house faction or whatever. I always you know think to try and balance it out. This seems to kind of support them really weirdly. This seems to would work quite well in a Tyrell deck. Oh, definitely. As a, yeah. As opposed to kind of, oh, here's a card to combat all the phenomenal guards we've just given Tyrell. But, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, make a Tyrell wolf deck. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, put this in. This grand. What do you think, Bill? You love stuff. I, cool. uh, I do, actually. He's a, he's a nice little character. And, again, I've also been playing some of that house, uh, Stark. Um, and I can see me putting at least one of these I- into my deck. Mm. Um, I mean, two would be excessive. Um, I feel. Um, I don't think you never really need to. Plus, once it, it, the first time you've, you've used them, you, you can't really use them again. So, uh, yeah, pretty standard. Give a bit of help for everyone. He's basically, if you're running any form of Stark as a borrower on house, you may as well stick him in anyway, because the chances are you can get a use out of him. Greyjoy would like him a little bit, I think. Have they got many, uh, many, uh, many ladies? They've got Asher. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. But one of her, one of him, military icon. You're gonna have Asha. You may even have some other potential Stark ladies. Um, if you're running a Greyjoy, if you, if for some reason you've decided to build a Greyjoy Wolf deck, yeah, the Wolf cards that you're putting in that deck probably don't need to be saved, do they? <laughs> really? I kind of no, think. At <laughs> same time, strengths. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm already strong. Let's get a bit stronger, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But you know, auxiliary is always good. I think that's the lesson we learned from this. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, that's the only lesson we've learned from this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be right. It's also worth mentioning that it's, it's pretty much a direct reprint of a first edition card, which was a little bit actually maybe a little bit shit with this. I think that was only a one strength uh, character in first edition. I. I don't ever remember playing him. Oh god, no! I don't think anyone played him. I remember the artwork, but I don't remember seeing it in action. So, for, yeah. So, if anyone's wondering why the artwork looks a bit shit, it's because it's pretty much a first edition. So, the, the artwork's at least ten, you know, about ten years old, <laughs> at least. Oh no, it's from yeah. the boat cycle. It's from which one? He's from the boat cycle. Is he really? Yeah. Where they why would he have been in the boat? Quite... 
Why would he have been in the boat cycle? That's weird. They probably just like, forgot they hadn't released him. Yeah, like maybe. when they were suddenly just like, "Oh shit, we didn't do a grit or Gendry. Let's get him out now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like eighteen cycles into first edition. Yeah, and he was yeah. a he was a three for one military power icon. He had power. He had power as well. Shit. Okay. But other than that, he so, had uh, the same text. I see. I have a weird kind of thought at the back of my head that someone managed to kind of wedge him into a a weird kind of almost infinite combo deck before things got nerfed a number of years ago. Anything that kind of anything that stands to do something was usually part of some kind of you know horrible combo in first edition until it got FAQ'd. And I have a weird feeling because remember standing standing uh, Robert Baratheon was a kind of similar thing that that in a Mesos deck in first edition was just uh, um, had to be destroyed basically. Uh, I can't help thinking this was part of something as well. Like it's one of the crazy Eastern Europeans probably built something really horrible with them. If if you can finally get through to Beric and get to a position where you can actually get Beric off the board. Um, and normally at that point he's also got Rhaegar's Harp, so you'll be able to save him with Dontos. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's right, yeah, of course. So, uh, that's the kind of, um, deck I would want to play Dontos in. The kind of, oh, first edition like book. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But yeah, go, yeah, good on him. I, I, I approve of his entrance into the carpool, even though I don't expect to see him very much. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I mean, Stark play three ladies. In all their decks, right? Pretty much. Yeah. You're hard pressed to see no Sansas, no Ayers, and no Cats, even if the numbers yeah. and the types are different. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was talking to talking to someone about this yesterday. <clears throat> I was actually playing Shotgun. I was actually playing some Thrones yesterday, and we were we were talking about this, and like uh, we were talking about the, building a dog deck. You know, a decent dog deck, thanks to new cards making it kind of a, 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 a reality. Um, and there may be, you know, a full hardcore dog deck is probably maybe the only ones I couldn't see running with those three ladies in, maybe. But but even then, you'd probably put one, you know. They are very but, good. Yeah, very good. Uh, so I really, I, I really struggle with this kind of whatever this whatever this language is, Dave. So you're gonna have to read the next one as well. So the next one is last half. It is a one-cost non-loyal location, as you'd expect. It has the Umberi genus and Borealis traits, mm. and the text says, Fake, last half, ingen equula perceptibili personae stark duas fortitudines dare, tre fortitudines sive intra tre coniuriatinionim, sunt in a curvo, Contaminato. That's really good. I can see that being around a bit, yeah. That's thoroughly good. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a one cost locations, which is useful. I think you could run that in, as a one of in pretty much any Stark deck ever, right? Pretty much. Unless you're <laughs> running some weird false banner, like Josh does with a. In a way, it reminds me a little bit of the old kind of boats that you used to get. It, it reminds me of the boats we've still got. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a one cost Iron Fleet scout, isn't it? Pretty much. But but, but bigger. Yeah, but 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 bigger. 
I don't know. I guess I guess the issue here is well, it's probably not much of an issue to kind of hardcore start players. Is that these that, you know this car's all very well, but Jesus, it's fucking boring. Yes. It's, mm. really boring. Oh, it's solid. It's it's yeah. Why wouldn't you chuck one in? It's great on setup. Um, it, you're never gonna not want plus two strength or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get all that. Start when challenges. Bang. Military. Bang. Power. But God, it's boring. <laughs> You know, but you know, what you, what you, what you got to do? Can't you know? They can't all be, uh, can't be all be extremely exciting. But uh, it is a utility card, and it is uh, therefore of utility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some hardcore analysis we're given tonight, guys. We're very good at this, I must admit. Um, yeah. You know, this card is definitely useful. You would like it. You, you'd love it, in fact, so much that we're, you know. I'm going to tell you little facts about it, such as it's really useful as in I all think, Stark decks. As I think we've said before about other cards, this card would be useful in while attacking and defending. Yeah. Mm, mm, yes. While well, this it card, would... its nature will have no icons, it's still very useful in challenges of any type. <laughs> <sighs> Ideally, in uh, the first couple of rounds. Certainly, um, it would be more of a benefit in the first couple of rounds, yeah. But I can't see it being a bad thing to have, even on your if you're on your six. No. If you happen to have built a crazy start rush deck, then good on you. This is going to be a little bit more of a thing for you. If you haven't, it's still going to be all right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no. And yes, thorough analysis there, gentlemen. Why didn't we get corpse like? I could have talked for half an hour about that. Yeah, I didn't get nothing on this. This is just. <laughs> it's just so what does terrible. it do it makes you better why I don't know it's stuff it really cares why it's it's going to be used it'll probably you'll see it across the table from you you'll have to work out some more combat maths before you make a challenge this oh there's so much combat maths in this new edition absolutely tons I know there was lots in other edition but it wasn't as common in this one you make a challenge and you have to add up every single possible boost again and it's just getting ridiculous you are certain houses Never I know. There is so much. Certain houses, you just like, um, attack for 42, uh, block it for 76. Like, all right, fair enough. Um, I, you've got three characters on the board, but who am I to argue in today's modern world? I'd call a judge over, but I'm worried it's just going to waste mine and his time. <laughs> if you need to call a judge over to count strength, that's it. <laughs> it is, but you just, you'd, I'll discard this, twit this, flick this, like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, just nod. And then I'll block your challenge, because this character's popped into play. Oh, has he? Oh, alright, okay. I'll wipe your board. I mean, it's gonna, you know, it kind of weirdly goes back to old-fashioned, like, corset Stark decks that ran, that were aggro as hell and ran all your put to the swords, and this will help them get their Plus five. Oh god, it's no use. I've fallen asleep, guys. It's no use. It's no, it's no use. It is what it is. Yes, the artwork's very nice. Uh, I do hope they manage to translate that text properly so that uh, other you know, non-Latin speakers can understand it. Um, um, I think you know. I think we've done a good job in figuring out what it means. But uh, I do. Luckily, we are proficient in Latin. I do hope the rest of the box isn't printed that way. I, I would love it. I think that's a very good way of uh, giving some people. Uh, some language skills, which is sore needed in today's modern society. Mm. More language. Because that's what anyone, that's what everyone needs to learn—a dead language. Yeah. Well, 
one of my lecturers at uni went to Italy and was lost, so he walked into a church and started speaking Latin with the priest. Uh-huh. And found out where he had to go. Yeah. So, there you go. If you're at a Catholic church... Do I have a loss in the Vatican? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's going to be useful in the Vatican, you know. Hmm. But uh, any Catholic church, it could be useful. If you get lost lost in the Vatican, people, you've got other problems. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you have too much freedom to walk around there. (laughs) You're a beautiful young man. This is a lovely library. (laughs) 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 Let's start reading the books. (laughs) A lovely good old young man like you getting lost in the Vatican. No, no, Latin's the least of your problems. <laughs> Making it sound like prison. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Again, that might be better. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. They're all right, yeah. Start cards. They're white and they kind of do stuff. 